The Cyclone Fanatic Podcast is fueled by Cody Road and recorded in the Wild Rose Casino and Hotel Studio. Welcome to the Title IX Podcast and the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network. The entire podcast network is fueled by Cody Road. And Elisa Woods and I are here at the Wild Rose Casino and Resort Studios. Hey, Elisa. Hey, Steph. Okay, breaking news, everyone. Elisa has bangs. I do. The bangs are banging. Tell me about this. Um, So in like college and after college, I always had bangs. And so I was like, I had cut... My stylist had cut like curtain bangs and I came back to her after like six weeks and I was like, let's just cut them all. How do you feel? Great. They look great. It's I a, feel like it's you. It's like a hairstyle without yes. having to actually have a hairstyle. You walked in and I was like, yeah, that's her. I'm put together. Yeah. It just looks like you're supposed to look For like many years of my many of my formative years. I've had bangs. <laughs> And I just, I went away from it for a while and I was like, let's just go back to it. Do they drive you crazy ever? They drive, they, they drove me crazy for the first like two weeks because it felt like my forehead was very hot. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, but other than that, now I'm, they don't anymore. Well, they look great. Thanks. You look great. Thanks. Your lipstick matches your shirt. I just can't stop looking at you. So the lipstick is, um, Excuse me, a, a little unfortunate because <laughs> it's a lip stain. Oh yeah. So on day two, I look like Courtney Love. <laughs> so if I'm gonna do anything, and so this is like day three because day two I did something, so I had to reapply. So now this is day three, and there's absolutely no reason for me to have this lipstick on except for I would have looked like a uh, Courtney Love. Can you, what kind of a lip stain is it? It's a pretty intense Apparently. <laughs> so tomorrow I have, I have to teach a class, so we will wear it tomorrow. I think Wednesday I can ease off of it and just be my grunge self. Okay. Well, you look great. Thank so you. even if it was unfortunate for the regular part of the day, it's very yeah. fortunate for me right yeah. now. You look great. Um, thank you. Yeah. I just have so much to say. Um, <laughs> my husband also replaced all of the lights in my bathroom and I was down to just one. Of, yeah. I have the like big bulbs and now I'm like, good God. You can see yourself. Is this, you can see clearly now. I was like, is this what I look like? And he's like, yeah, you're beautiful. And I was like, now I don't trust anything you say <laughs> because what it's you I we're, can see everything <laughs> whoa well I'm happy about it you thank look great you. thanks yeah. things we, are things are rough over here no they're not you look great <laughs> we are of course brought to you by the Ivy College of Business at Iowa State Aiden are you getting ramped up for finals I just have one final so <gasps> wow is this dead yeah. week it is dead okay. week, yes. Yep. Dead week. Dead Just week was never actually. actually I, I know. It's a prep week now. Oh, they call it oh, prep week. You can't call it dead week? Because of the dead people. <laughs> yes. Would not want to offend the offend dead. them. I don't know. All right. Well, I, I believe it. Good luck to all of our Ivy listeners who are prepping during prep week. We wish you well. Yes. Lots to talk about, like Elisa said. It's Cyhawk week. We have our bowl game. There's a lot of happenings in women's sports. We have volleyball. Elisa has paragraphs on upon paragraphs I have to talk about. So many paragraphs. Like she can hardly guys. hold still right now. 
so many and now that steph asked how if my bangs bother me now they bother me <laughs> it never fails what are do, are they called curtain bangs where you just have them like yeah my stylist kept those for me and i was like i'm i can't do this oh i, I loved cannot. them on I me felt v- on me oh, okay but i they, don't think i've seen them on you that's because i was immediately you, like oh do you do a middle part often no yep. okay i feel like curtain bangs have to be a middle part maybe that wasn't the right word and it's like like bombshell look mm. wavy curtain bangs very cute i loved it well these look great too okay should we talk with our about our bowl game first <laughs> this is the bang episode the bang. <laughs> should we start with our bowl game let's let's talk about our bowl game we're going to memphis yeah <laughs> again Okay, I am actually very thankful we're going to a bowl game. I mean, yeah. I truly, I mean that sincerely. Yeah. I think with the amount of freshmen we had, with the, all the adversity, with the gambling stuff, yep, a bowl game is a great place to be for this team. Yes. The Memphis part is just kind of a bummer because we've done Memphis. We've done Memphis twice. Yeah. And we're playing Memphis. And I just kind of think, mm, bummer from yeah. a fan perspective. I agree with that. But, you know, like it's one of those things where... When we were in college, I would have kicked myself in the shins for saying that because <laughs> the grass is not always green. Yeah, you know. Yeah. What do you think about it? Um, I kind of agree that it just kind of feels like mm, been there, done that. I hate that we're playing the home team again. Why does that feel like it always happens? It feels. It doesn't feel fair on top of everything. No. Yeah. And here's the thing: How are we going to have a bowl game? We're not. What are we? What would we call an Iowa? The corn something <sighs> that's so lame the tenderloin <laughs> the tenderloin bowl the made right bowl the made right bowl better what question else? who would the sponsor be made right hi v hi v i'm surprised they don't have one yet to be totally honest with yeah, you yeah that's actually a good point the scotcheroo bowl <laughs> the pickle wrap bowl the smile in every aisle bowl the, that's pretty good yeah. actually um, what else do we got? What else? But then if, the Midwestern goodbye bowl, <laughs> the Ope bowl. Ope, the Ope bowl. What would um, we give away for the Ope bowl? <laughs> just a, just a whole bunch of Opes. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Ooh. But are we that much? Werther's ooh, Originals. Are we that much less? The Werther Original <laughs> bowl. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, is Des Moines any less cooler than Memphis? I don't think so. Maybe. I don't know. As oh, soon as I said that yeah. out loud, I was like, oh, <laughs> I'm just, because yeah. we've been there. Here's the thing. Is Des Moines in January, December, January. It's horrid. It's I hate awful. it. awful. It's terrible. I know. No one wants to come here and so, rightfully so. So what if what? we have a bowl game, but it's like June. <laughs> Extend the bowl season. For one game. For our game worth it you know what they should have every state should be allowed and required to have a bowl game yeah the iowa state fair bowl oh yeah okay that's actually fun we could have some fun with that and the minnesota state fair bowl since they take theirs so seriously yeah they can have one too if they want and you can pick whatever time of year you want it in yeah this is brilliant i don't know why it hasn't been thought about so far yeah all right well i'm glad we solved that problem You said you told me you had some math. I do. I was I was doing some number crunching. 
So Missouri beat Memphis 34 to 27. So Missouri is a touchdown better than Memphis. Is this the transitive property? Um, I don't know what that means. Okay. Missouri beat K-State oh, yeah, 30 is. to 27, mm-hmm. making Missouri a field goal better than K-State. Ergo. Ergo. Which I don't know if I even That's spelled right. that right mm-hmm. or said it. Um, K-State is four points better than Memphis, and we beat K-State by a touchdown. Ergo. <laughs> we should win by 11 points. Bet your house. Bet your house. It's math. It's it's science. It's foolproof. It is. All right. Well, if you haven't laid your bet already, it's time. It's time. It's time. That's 11, good math. 11 points. Do you actually think we will win by 11 <clears throat> nope. points? Do you I think, think we'll, we'll win, win by, by more? Maybe two. Oh, I expected you to say the opposite. <laughs> I like that this we'll map. lose by 11 No, 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 points? no. That we'll win oh, by more than no. no. Okay. You think that I'm ever going to be optimistic? No, I don't. But, you know, you just did the math, and I thought Steph. maybe the math swayed you. No, no, no. No, okay. no, 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 no. No. Will you be going to Memphis? I will not. I will not either. It's um, tough this time, that Christmas yeah. time. Although part of me was like, you know, the girls are off school. Maybe we could swing it. And then I was like, I don't, yeah. Memphis just doesn't, it's not like the tug. Yeah. There's no tug for me to go. This year we replaced our heater, our mm. air conditioner. We had a tree cut down in the backyard and um, your refrigerator. The week before, the week of Thanksgiving, we had to get a new fruit refrigerator. We're also feeding my children. (laughs) We're also probably going on like two fairly large trips next year. And so it's like, I think, I don't know. We thought about it a couple years ago and then it was somewhere we didn't want to go. Orlando probably. (laughs) And then there's just something to be said about sitting at home and making snacks and just enjoying it. Snacks. I know. Snacks. Mm, Can't be beat. Oh, you know what? is your go-to for like right now if somebody was like come to my house for a bowl game like party okay this time of year yeah it's gonna be chex mix or any variation everybody has their own take on it just because i can mindlessly munch on that yeah yeah i'm really into jalapeno poppers (sighs) bacon wrapped jalapeno poppers um also i we do so we do big parties just Arnold and I. <laughs> I think technically that's not a big party, Two but big parties um, for like the Oscars and all of oh, those yeah. award yes. shows. Yep. So we do we'll do like three or four different like snacky type things mm-hmm. for dinner. Um, and I made this like crostini with horseradish sauce and like a, a rare um, roast beef and some caramelized onions so good i literally just bought the stuff for that today my birthday's in june will you make that for of me of course okay thank you Glad do you, you also want jalapeno poppers sure yeah yeah okay. i'm in i'm in um we talk about the winners and losers of the college football weekend yeah the winners <laughs> i'm going to award the winners to iowa state coaching staff Okay. For very little attrition thus far in the transfer portal. Okay. There's been some movement, but that's to be expected in this day and age. Yes. And there's not been one of those, oh my gosh, like stab in the heart that I think a lot of teams are experiencing right now. And that is not an easy task. And that's particularly not an easy task when you have a team of youngins who you've developed that other bigger 
more wealthy, richer schools want to come in and poach. So kudos to our coaching staff for developing a culture, which I know is overused, but yes. in this instance, it's absolutely accurate. So they're my winners of this weekend. I think that my winner actually goes exactly with that. And it was, um, Sama. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And I think that with the two running backs who decided to not travel with the team. Yes. Um, it was a little bit like, what does that mean? Mm -hmm. How will that play out? What kind of mentality does the running back room have? Mm -hmm. And then for him to come out and have the game was incredible. And I don't think he did this because I, from all I can gather and from what I understand, I mean, there was no hard feelings amongst them. Right. But it felt like this double middle finger. Like, right. I'm going to show you. And it could not have played out more beautifully. Right. Yeah. And so, yeah. So I would agree. And I think that was, what was that over? That was over a week ago. Mm -hmm. But I think that that carried through to then be like, okay, then the hit of those guys entering the transfer portal doesn't seem yeah. like that big of a and deal. And granted, we're recording this on December 4th and the, today the portal opened. Right. So we could see something and tomorrow I might wake up and be like, remember what I said right. last night? That sucked. <laughs> but I mean, I think we probably would have. can you cut this out <laughs> if we lose someone big? I think we probably would have heard by now. Yeah. Um. So. And I think, didn't Campbell say that he kind of expected yes. like, okay, yeah, this is it now. Yeah. So I, but I'm proud of that. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Uh, winner. Sorry. That was the winners of college football weekend. Yes. Losers. My loser is the college football playoff committee, <laughs> ESPN, seen... the SEC, you two. Yes. Uh, everybody knew what was coming. Everybody. Yes. Now, did I still watch and hope that maybe they would surprise me? Yes. Yeah. But they didn't. Of no. course they didn't. But it's, I think that people are so disgusted because they think that this is like competition and it's not a competition it's a it's entertainment yes it's a reality show it's it is entertainment and so they've picked the most entertaining teams it's just, and they've picked they picked a storyline that we're all talking about this would not be in our podcast tonight had they done what we hoped they right did. yeah and it's all about dollars again entertainment yes it's just interesting because you're right you're absolutely right but then you look at the college football playoff committee and they're all athletic directors i mean these are all not all because but they're they're all athletic directors except there's a man who runs a fortune 500 company there's a man who runs like a sports complex and then there's a woman who's a professor who used to be a football writer mm -hmm. so you would think with that kind of foot that mentality in there but it's not that's not what happens no i think that i think athletics directors absolutely understand that it's entertainment that's a fair point. because that's what's making money yeah that's a good is point entertainment yeah and i i remember a couple of years ago at least on the podcast you and i talked about how it would maybe be not the worst idea to get some people in there who aren't so close to the college football world to maybe give the room a no man instead yeah. of yes man yes man yes man yes man and they they're never gonna do that no it's yeah it is it's what a it club is. it is a club it's an old boys club with the exception of a couple people of color and one singular woman. Right. <laughs> but also like we all see 
on the outside what this should be. Yes. And I just have to like be devil's advocate a little bit and understand that it's like a billion dollar industry yeah. that is only growing. And so to, for me to say they've made the wrong choice is almost laughable because who am I? It's the wrong choice for what we like in our bones want it to be, which is right. the like clear fairness of athletic achievement and competition. Right. But for what it is, for what it actually is in reality, right. that's a, you're right. But would I tune in for like Washington versus FSU? Or like to your point, would we talk about it? No. No. Yeah. yeah. So whatever. They're they're feeding the subconscious. And we yeah. don't, we don't like that. Yeah. And we, it's, it's just true. the way it is. It's true. And it's analytics. Analytics have taken over baseball. Guess what? They've taken over every other sport and dollars. Yeah. It's the way that's the world we live in. Mm -hmm. Um, I also did a bonus winner and loser of the NFL weekend. Oh yeah. Winner Brock Purdy. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, come on. He's a freak of nature. At is this he point. actually now the favorite for MVP? Yes, he is. That's cool. as of today. Great. I think right after the game, he jumped like two or three spots, and then today has switched over as of to Monday. being a favorite. And the losers of the NFL weekend, the Sunday Night Football officiating crew, that was a circus. <laughs> I think they got all of the like in the final two minutes. They got everything, everything wrong. wrong. Across just, the board. Just wrong call, wrong call, wrong call, wrong call. Keep it going. Just yeah. keep it going. And I know human or sorry, officials are human beings. Yeah. And I but like this is the big stage. Yeah. How can you be that bad? But they they find a way. They found a way. Those are my losers. And was it entertaining? No, it was frustrating as hell. I was entertained. I suppose it depends. If you're yeah. watching as a fan without a rooting interest, yeah. probably entertaining. Yeah. And you're probably sitting there going, oh, my God, they missed another one. <laughs> but if you have a rooting interest, you're like, what? Yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. So fair point there. Yeah. All right. Cyhawk week. It does not have the regular sense of vitriol that it normally <laughs> does. does. It? Do you think it does? No. <laughs> Why is that? Because I think I think that the women. Are we all tired? I don't think that I think the games feel like they're already decided. I think the women's game is, this pains me to say, is oh, already yeah. decided. The men's game, I don't know, though. Yeah. Maybe it's because, well, okay. Do you want to start with the women? Yeah. Because I have thoughts. Okay. Women, uh, Iowa State women, going to be a heavy underdog. Yeah. It's a sellout. So that's, you never know what can happen in Hilton Coliseum when there's a rowdy, angry Hilton crowd. <laughs> yeah. But I just, oh, oh, man, I just don't have a lot of confidence. Yeah. So we came off a win. Iowa State comes off a win against UNCW, 85-58. Addie Brown, freshman Addie Brown, had another great game. Second double-double of the season. We've got uh, Addie Crooks. She had double figures. She's scored in double figures six of the seven games. Like, these are I thought, good I freshmen. Thought she, I thought she, that Addie Crooks wouldn't be able to play against D1 athletes. Okay, be careful because they have not played a team with a major pulse yet. Okay. And I'm okay. I'm worried for her in the big yes, 12. Yes, but she's not playing 1A Iowa she, girls. Yes. Yeah, no. She has shown that she has made the transition, yes. but I am I am concerned for when Big 12 play comes around, I think it's going to be a whole new ball game. Yeah. Um she's she can handle it, yeah. but it's going to be a learning curve. Yeah. 
Uh, Iowa, though, coming off a win against Bowling Green in which Jason Sudeikis and Sue Bird were in attendance because... Right. Why not? <sighs> and they're number four <laughs> in the polls today. Yeah. I don't know. How do you feel about it? Not um, great. Not great. I just... I. This is going to sound crazy, but I don't know, besides Caitlin Clark, I don't know anything about the Iowa team yeah. because I've just covered my ears yeah. about it. Yeah. And so it just, I don't know. I'm just not that excited about it because I don't know. Because if you we, know what's likely to yeah. happen. If we win, I won't shut up about <laughs> it. I, I will fair. not shut up about it. Yeah, no. But if we, we lose, I'll be so pissed that people won't shut up about it. You know yes. what I mean? Well, that's the, but that's what this yeah. game is. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I feel the same. I feel like it's going to probably be a 20 point ball game. Yeah. Um, I would be thrilled if it's not, of course. Yeah. Um, I just don't, I don't know. I don't know how we keep up with that scoring. I and I, it's just, they're going to be a team that's unlike any we've seen so far. Yeah. And it's just, like I said, it's a sellout. So I just want, it, I want Iowa State to show up, play one of their best games of the season. I want these freshmen, freshmen to get a taste of what it's like to play in front of that amazing Hilton crowd and let this be, if, if it's a loss, let it be a learning opportunity for what they're about to face in the big 12. Yeah. Cause I, in the end, it doesn't matter. I mean, it matters for yeah. the bragging rights, but when you get into the season, it doesn't matter. I do feel like both the men's and women's teams, like the the excitement that I've had for both of them have been a little bit of like fool's gold because I don't feel like either the men or the women have had a very difficult like non-con non-con at Especially all. Especially the men. I mean, it's like, been it's been little sisters of the poor. <laughs> Yeah, and that's why I don't know what to think about the men. Yeah. At first, I was like, wow, this team can score. And suddenly, I'm like, yeah. I don't know if this team can score. The, there are things about this team that I can see are good, even though they're playing bad teams. Yes. In the past, we would score 60. Against the bad teams. Against a bad You're team. Right. We would still beat them by 25. But now we're scoring 80 against these teams yep um the triple doubles oh, was, yes of it all yeah yes good signs i can see it happening again um the the fact also that he's like we're talking about Taman. yeah sorry that's okay um the fact that Taman like sees himself as a scoring threat now during the non-con last year, he didn't see himself as a scoring threat. Right. I don't see that being a negative once we enter conference I games. I totally agree with you. So him being aggressive on the scoring front, great. Absolutely. Super. I mean, we've talked about Rob. I feel positive. Yes. Not a liability. General. Yes. Not a liability. Um, your mom's on the beach. Milan mm -hmm. Mansilovic. Yep. Uh maybe could be streaky um but i still trust him more than i was trusting caleb grill agreed and we have a little annoying white point guard <laughs> pavletsky <laughs> okay like i i saw him play for the you know when he got on the floor for the first time 
And I was like, oh, he's from High School Musical. <laughs> and I cannot get it out of my brain. His he, hair? He looks, he's got beaver yes. hair. His hair is when we were in high school. Yeah. All the rage. Uh, yes. All the hot guys had that hair. And, and all, I'm like, has it come back? I don't know. I don't want to say. He, will he shave his head at some point? We're all in this together. <laughs> I can't get it out of my head. Yeah. That's all I see now is yeah. this little, this little high school, like Zach Efron yeah. as a 15 year old who wasn't all buffed up yeah. and jawline. Like that is Pavletsky. And I, when I first saw him, I was like, oh, another bench rider. And then I was like, not a bench rider. Not no, a bench he's, rider. He's a, our little spark of energy. He is. Yeah. Little so, engine that could. Yeah. Yeah. So the, I don't know what to expect. I have no idea. I was playing Purdue Monday night as we record. Yeah. Um, they were getting their rears kicked. Yeah, they, they lost. Oh, it. they lost. It's official. Okay. So. It's a fish. There's I don't know. something else I was going to look up. 8768. Okay. Today. So the men play day. Thursday, 630 ESPNU. Women are at 6 p.m. Mm-hmm. on ESPN2 on Wednesday. Yeah. We'll see. Go Cyclones. Boo Hawkeyes. Yeah. Hawkeyes stinky, as yeah. my kids used to say. I love it. Um, volleyball, unfortunately, were exited in the first round yeah. of the NCAA tournament by Hawaii. Won the first set and then just couldn't figure it out. Yeah. Uh, Brooks Stone Street did not play due to injury. I'm sure that had a that significant hurt. impact, yep. but that's a bummer. Um, anything else on the Cyclone front, Elisa? I'm looking through my notes. Okay. Let me look your paragraphs notes. upon paragraphs. Yep, I have a notes. lot of paragraphs here. Um, no while you do that, I'm going to share a little bit about our friend Hope Wood. Oh, yes, please do. Is there a better gift to give than the gift of a will? That's, yeah, there probably that's is. That's good. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I uh, mean, it depends <laughs> on what you're putting in the will. Oh. <laughs> uh, Hope and I have been trying to get together for lunch in December, and it turns out December is absolutely bat beat crazy so hopefully we see hope but uh (laughs) she does the will in the day program check her out online at hopewoodjd.com use the code fanatic for 50 dollars off you can get your will taken care of in just a couple of hours and give yourself peace of mind hopewoodjd.com do you want to take a quick break and then talk about um some other happenings yes please elisa i have a cool story yeah tell me and this kind of bleeds into your world of the NBA. Oh, I'm literally looking up NBA stats right now. Mine is not a player statistic, mm-hmm. but did you see the news that Mavs owner Mark Cuban is selling his majority? That stake? is my beige flag. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me how it's your beige flag. Because it's it feels like the end of an era, and I thought he was fantastic. However, yeah, you're just kind of like Mark. Yeah. Okay. That's how I was. And then I looked a little bit more deeply into this. Okay. So he is selling his majority stake to Miriam Adelson and her family for a couple billion dollars, yes. three and a half billion. Yes. So I was curious about who this is because I was like, oh, a woman. This is great. <laughs> so it turns out her family, her husband specifically, is a casino mogul. Yes. Uh, she now is one of the richest people in the world after her husband passed away. She's the 35th richest this year and the fifth richest woman, according woman, according to Forbes with an estimated net worth of $32.3 billion. Yes. So I thought to myself, I wonder how many of other women are in positions like hers in the NBA. Turns out she's the third woman to be the principal owner of an NBA team along with LA Lakers, Jeannie Buss mm-hmm. and New York, uh, sorry, New Orleans Pelicans, Gail Benson. Mm-hmm. 
And that gives her a lot of authority and a platform. And I'm not going to say anything else about this, except she and her husband were some of the largest donors to the 2016 Trump campaign. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, the, and uh, that's all I have to say. <laughs> uh, one thing that I do find interesting about this story, and I would like to see more about this because there's not a lot about this story that I would like to see more about, but <laughs> Um, the one thing that I am interested to see more about is that sports betting is not legal in this Texas. This is what is, this is what's very confusing yeah. to me. There's something else going on here. Yes. Because he said, I want to invest in casinos in Texas and invest with the Adelsons. Oh, but yes. sports betting. So are you going to try to lobby yes. Mark or you, that's what are, I think. or is he running for office? Um, that is a possibility that I can see because I also saw that he's pulling out of the shark tank yeah. game. So yeah. I wonder if he's kind of opening a path yes. for himself. So I think that there, I think that there's something that brewing? Mark Cuban is going to do is brewing. And that is also why it's my beige flag because it's like, okay, what's next? Yeah. I find him to be wildly interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see what mm -hmm. crazy. Shit and I thought next. that he was a great owner. I thought he was a, like a very active owner. I also think he brought a lot of visibility to mm -hmm. a sport that's already extremely visible yeah. um, in ways that were new and fun. Yeah. So yeah, I agree with you. Mm -hmm. um, you and I texted about this a little bit, but UConn women's basketball is having a heck of a bad run with knee injuries. Yes. AZ Fudd is out the rest of the season with an ACL and medial menisc meniscal tear in her right knee. Uh, she tore this ACL already, which is yes. unfortunate. It's her third injury in three seasons. And then, of course, Paige Beckers also tore her ligaments in her knee. So they are on the struggle bus when yeah. it comes to strength and conditioning. Yeah. <clears throat> so we'll see. UConn is dropping in the rankings. I'm sure their fans are incredibly frustrated yeah. at this point. I can't oh, imagine. I'm entirely sure. Yeah. So that's just uh, one of those programs that's been a mainstay and like you said, Elise, that makes you wonder a little bit, is there something they need to change with the way they're mm -hmm. training their women's yeah. basketball players? All right. You got more for me? Yeah. Sorry. I just had a little burp. It wouldn't be a, a podcast a without guy. a little Elisa burp. So speaking of the NBA. So speaking I, of burps. And I just checked and uh, this story gets more exciting. Uh, so Halliburton was on the injured list for a game. Yeah. He was sick. A game. Um, he was a maybe for tonight. Uh, he scored 44 in 40 <laughs> minutes against the heat. So I'm sure that they were thrilled that he didn't, um, play the next game, but he did play. He is playing tonight. I don't know if the game's over yet or uh, not. It was, it just tipped when I left to come okay. here. So, uh, currently he has 19 points, 10 rebounds and seven assists. So. I think he's feeling okay. <laughs> <laughs> he's over whatever little bug yep. had him down. Yeah. Just a little worn down. <laughs> so I think th this is probably his 17th game so far. Um, averages 27 points, 3.6 rebounds, 11.8 assists, and 1.1 steal per game. He is just all over the place on the socials, and it's yeah. so fun to see. Yeah. I mean, he is gone. He's stratospheric at this point. He's so, it's so great. And I'm glad that to see that he was playing tonight. Um, and then talking more about our guys, you know, we like to just 
touch on what our dudes are just doing. Just, just see like what they're see. doing. Um, Niang's averaging 22 minutes for the Cavs. He's got 8.3 points, um, four rebounds. He had 12 points against the Pistons um, on the second. Taylor Horton Tucker, still point guard for the Jazz. Um, he was starting for a while. He's not mm-hmm. in that role anymore. Um, averaging like 9.3 points, almost three rebounds, 4.5 assists, 22 minutes, just kind of in like the second, third round. Great. Yep. Has a decent, decent role, decent role. Um, Monte Morris has been out for this whole season and actually, so he had a quad strain that kind of became like a serious issue for him. Uh, he did just have his number retired at his high school, which I think is really cute. Yeah. Um, but he has had like platelet rich plasma injections as part of like stem cell treatments, Mm -hmm. uh, to try and help him with the healing process. Uh, but he was just evaluated and is still out, probably won't be reevaluated till like January. So we're hoping the best for him. How frustrating is something like that? Like a quad strain. It's not like you broke your leg or tore your Achilles. It's just a strain that won't get better. Not healing. Nagging, nagging. Yeah. Um, and then Ashley Jones is playing overseas. Uh, according to Jared Larson on Twitter, uh, she, on the 23rd, she had 23 points. 23rd, on 23 the 23rd. points. Yeah, four three-pointers, four, four three pointers, nine rebounds, two steals. That's a good game for yeah. Ash. Um, and the game, bef- oh, the game after that, she had 17 points, four rebounds, four assists. So... She is playing a lot and playing very well Good. overseas. It'll be interesting to see what happens with yeah. her in the next WNBA season. Definitely. But she looks like she looks like she's having fun. Good. Good, good, good. And then she can come back someday when she retires and be a teacher in Des Moines and we will all love her <sighs> in Central Iowa. We'll yeah. Love her very much yeah. for it. Mm-hmm. Um, can we talk a little bit about girl power in the NFL? Let's do it. So I mentioned Sunday Night Football. That was also the Taylor Swift first Simone Biles game. Yes. Uh, that was fun to see. And uh, Simone Biles was on the screen and the girls were like, we haven't seen her forever. And then I was like, well, the Olympics are coming and it sounds yeah. like she's going to. So they got all excited about that. Uh, but per the gist, Taylor Swift before last night's broadcast sparked a 53% boost in NFL network viewership among girls aged 12 to 17. And I just think that's so fun because uh, we talked a lot about why are you gatekeeping? Right. If you're this anti, why are you showing Taylor Swift? This is why, because you're encouraging a new group of people to watch and whether they watch for your reason or their reason, who cares? Right. You might just get a lifelong fan out of it. And the amount of, of eyes that you lose because of Taylor Swift are so minuscule. Exactly. Analytics. Yes. Going back to analytics. Yeah. Like, sorry that you don't like it, but you're going to continue to watch it. If you continue to watch through like wife beaters, (laughs) um, dog fighters, like people who really like massages right weirdos you can handle a couple of shots of taylor swift yeah you can handle it aiden did you see her last night she looked great yeah i was a big fan um i saw people making fun of her like why well because you know the whole reputation stuff was going around so people like when taylor wants to dress or sorry She's trying to dress as a Chiefs fan, but she still wants to keep her reputation. reputation. Vibe, so. Right. 
I thought I it was great. And red. I yeah. loved it. I loved it too. I don't know what that means. It doesn't matter. Okay. Just I actually, <laughs> I, so I knew that, and I saw on social media that she was there, but now that I'm thinking back to having watched the game, I don't feel like they showed her they that didn't, often. It was significantly less of an, of a thing than yeah. it has been. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. It is interesting. Uh, but, uh, per that same article on the gist, 223 women are now working full-time in coaching or uh, ops positions in the NFL, and that's a 141% increase since 2020. So that's yeah. really good to see. Hopefully that continues going up, up, up. Well, that actually ties into my red flag. Oh, let's do it. Which um, I read a couple different studies. One of them, analyzed by Sports Pro, <clears throat> said that only 15% of sports media coverage is dedicated to women's sports. Um, and more than half of 2023's top 25 most marketable athletes are women. Oh, that's interesting. So I was thinking, okay, media, you're going to get eaten up alive by social media oh, wow that's super interesting if you don't like start why? spending your dollars yeah. on the people who and are so marketable it's not just us saying oh we wish the media would cover women a little more it's this study showed that more than half of <laughs> of the top 25 most marketable athletes are women so why are we not covering at least half that's really wild women. um and then i also read a report that said uh this one was by wasserman said that media coverage of women's sports has tripled since 2019 and i feel like we mentioned mm -hmm. that um recently so if if sports media has tripled and, and it's, it's still, still only 15 percent you're not you're not gonna like you're missing out. Yeah. I mean, we say it a lot, but the time to invest is now because it's, it's buy low, right? Yeah. And then sell high. And now's the time to buy. Yeah. Yeah. At, it, media is, is free. You know, I mean, it's not free, but like it, to put, to put your stuff out there and to get people to read your content, like that's your goal mm -hmm. or to listen or to watch your content. Isn't that your goal? Yeah, that's really interesting. Wouldn't you go for the most marketable people, most marketable athletes? Well, that would be logical. Yeah. Anyway. Anyways, I'm down to my yellow, or sorry, not my yellow flag, my yellow beige flag. flag and my red flag. I had my beige flag. That you was get, my red flag. Yeah. Yep. Dang, I have read a lot of paragraphs here. I'm proud of you. Thank you. It's because of your bangs. It is. Uh, my, be <laughs> my beige flag is players who decide to forego a bowl game if you are a projected high draft pick. Mm. As a fan, does it stink? Yeah, of course it does. But do we understand it? Yes. Yeah. So that's my beige flag. Yeah. Just kind of one of those, hmm, that's just the reality yeah. of the world we live in. Yeah. My, I have several red flags. Okay. Uh, last week I said my beige flag was guys who get all costumed up and makeuped up for NFL games. So yes, yeah, my yeah, yeah. red okay. flag is guys who go shirtless at like Lambo or in oh, snow games. Oh no, yeah. What are you doing? Who are you trying to impress? Yeah. Put a shirt on. You're going to catch a cold. You're a lunatic. 
You're definitely uh, catch red, a next cold. red flag. Anyone who's still doubting Brock Purdy. True. And lastly, missing both free throws when you <sighs> shoot two free throws. Y'all. Coach Otzelberger, figure it out. Guys, they're free. I can't handle it. Shoot them underhand. I if you will have watch. To. I have watched a lot of bad basketball. Ugly, not bad, ugly basketball yeah. with Coach Otzelberger, and I'm happy to do that. Coach, can't do missing free throws like yeah. we are. That's rough. I do have a red flag. Um, did you hear the story about the 32 women's sports athletes from the University of Oregon who filed a class action lawsuit against their school claiming the distribution of NIL resources oh. between male and female athletes was unequal. Oh, this is going to get interesting. Yes. Okay. So when you say NIL resources, it's yes. not dollars because the dollars don't come from the school. Right. But so what does that mean? Does that mean like guidance as to how to invest or how to file their taxes or like, for example, um, upper, you know what I mean? Agent type of opportunities. Is that what they're talking about? I'm not sure that because that could get, that, yeah. because title not, or sorry, NIL, the dollars don't come from the school. Right. So that is why NIL is not subject to title nine yes. and the equal distribution. And this is a title nine. They're claiming a title nine violation. Oh, that's interesting. Yes. That could so, get and I real think that juicy. just came out either yesterday or today. So okay, it was we'll brand have to, new. Didn't have a ton of time to research it. It's okay. It, There's but. probably not much. Okay. How about for next episode, we dig into that yeah. a little bit. I wanted to throw it out there. I'm for glad you, you did. to read about it. I just got the wheels for turning. Our, our peoples to read about it. Speaking of. Okay. Yes. So in two weeks, we're going to do our coveted holiday episode. Oh, what do we do on a holiday episode? What are we doing? Yeah. Uh, what I mean, it's usually just a it's normal. It's usually pretty chill. Just like a normal app. Yeah. So just typical, right? Aiden. <laughs> Aiden has no idea. He's terrified. Yeah, this normally doesn't bode well for me, does it? No, Ooh. it's fine. No, it's nothing it's to worry about totally here. Totally normal. Yeah, there's nothing. To it's just a normal, just a regular episode. episode. No one asks us about it. Nope. Nope, it's fine. Um, but la, for, la, la. <coughs> for okay. I legitimately lost my voice for two solid weeks after last year's. Went to the doctor because I thought maybe something was, I permanently ruined my vocal cords. I'm going to go back and listen to that. Just. Have you ever heard of Robert Goulet? No. Oh. Goulet. Then go back. So, okay. hold on. Okay. Should Wait, I go no. back and listen or just be fast. surprised by everything? <laughs> um, go back. I'm not doing that again because I need my voice. But it's. But go back and. We're not talking about anything right now. What? No. Yeah. Just, okay. But. Go back. Yeah. Watch last year's. It's not going to be the same because it's nothing to worry about. <laughs> listen to it. We're a audio podcast you can just listen or just listen um <laughs> just don't worry about it no it's, anyways it's everything's normal and it's just a normal podcast oh yeah it'll, it'll actually, totally be then yeah 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 all right so holiday episode next time um you said well that's that story you just mentioned we'll mm -hmm. dig into that also i want to ask our listeners to tell us about your favorite sports moment of 2023 mm. and we can either do that during the holiday episode or the new yeah. year's episode whatever is but this just a deep thinking tease? About yeah uh, yeah i know look at us we're, we're doing professional do things this. i know um can i mention one last thing Please small plug do. So last episode, I mentioned how the We Will Collective is matching up to 600000 Yeah. 
uh now it's a million wait what i know so we got two hundred thousand. know that uh, yeah so as of today if we raise five hundred thousand, it's going to get matched to a million dollars and that goes through january 10th so what are we up to uh that's a good question um we're not up to the three we're close to the three yeah. the original three hundred thousand. So whatever money Santa Claus brings you, consider <laughs> donating it to the We Will Collective. Grandma's grandpas give you fifty bucks straight yeah. to the We Will Collective. Love it. So consider that because it matters. All right, that's all I got. Great. Now I gotta go prepare for la 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 la. But nothing. But nothing. Absolutely nothing. Nothing needed. to worry about. Just totally normal. Let's go beat the Hawkeyes. Yeah. Go Cyclones. Go State. <laughs>